What up, y'all? Welcome back to Case Rotation for episode three. My name is Box Jetson. And I'm Spinisha Simone. And we want to thank y'all for tuning in once again. Welcome back to week three. Um, thank you to Kristen and Simone for leaving reviews on iTunes. And if you haven't gotten around to doing that, be sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave us um, a review on there. Yes, we are live and in full effect on iTunes as well, as we mentioned last week. Um, shout out to our affiliate. Is that what they called us? Their affiliate. Yeah, shout out to the affiliates. <laughs> um, the to, homies. To the Drummer's Beat, the official Church on the Drums podcast. Um, Fly Paper podcast. Well, I guess to the... Yeah, church, it's Church on the Drums too, right? Mm. That's what he said. More Fly Paper. I've been binge listening, and he said it was... The official church on the... Oh, wait. It's like an extension of church on the drums, the chat. It's like the the audio version. I Let's think that's what Burns said. just the... The flypaper? The blend of the flypaper. The official the flypaper and church on the drums podcast. That yes. good? Okay. Yeah, that works. Anyways, shout out to you guys. Um, Make sure y'all check those guys out. They really got some really dope dialogue. They touch on some interesting topics, especially important to the culture. And they got a really good episode. I don't remember the number right now, but I'm sure a lot of you would like it. I can't remember the number. Oh. (laughs) I'm sure a lot of you would like it. Um, But yeah, shout out to Burn, Leah, Malcolm. Yep, yep. Um, There was... Oh, Fly 10 is this Friday, this upcoming Friday, October 20th. And it's free. Like, that's how you get people to come to stuff, too. You tell them, you, you tell them <laughs> that first. So it's free. <laughs> you guys should definitely come out. It'll be a good time. Nice vibe. Uh, yeah. Make sure you dress up nice. Yeah. It's one of those grown and sexy type events we got going on in the city. It's at Avalon. So be sure to come through, and it'll definitely be a good time. Yeah, we will be there, so that's got to be some incentive for y'all as well. <laughs> We'd love to see you guys come out, man. It's a really good time. I went last year. And I thoroughly enjoyed myself. And he wasn't even flypaper then. Yeah, I wasn't flypaper at the time. But that event was so dope, it made me want to join. I'm not even going to lie. Like, it was, it was a really good time. And then, um, what do we do this weekend? We're, like, in the middle of the weekend right now. Um, shout out to Heart of It All and the event that we went to. We went on Wednesday. Um, Elevate. It was... An amazing fashion experience. I wouldn't even call it a fashion show. It's like a, it was like a fashion experience. Yeah, I love the decorations they had in there too. Yeah, shout out to uh, AC. Yeah, Nadia, shout out to AC, Nadia. Bobby Couch. Mr. King JD. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, I have a vlog about it up on my channel. So if you haven't seen that, be sure to check that out. It's Your like, vlog channel been jumping, by the way, lately. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah. You're getting so, big out here. So I'm getting better at it. So yeah, check that out. And I think that's like all of our our checking in. Oh, wait. Well, by the time that you guys hear this. Oh, yeah, it's Saturday <laughs> afternoon, by the way. <laughs> but by the time you guys hear this, it'll be our friendiversary. So that, hey. that's like um, really huge news. Yeah. Nish loves to have adversaries for every single thing that we How do. You like are not the day that we met, talking. the day we became friends. Okay, the I know day you are not. Talking. I surprised her at Puerto Rico. My birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, my 
my she birthday. Loves, she loves the anniversary celebrations. Okay. Anyways. Yeah, we'll touch on that a little later in the episode. So, where you want Let's to... get into it. Yeah, where you want to start? Um, Well, you know where I want to start. Because I've been hearing... And you know, the heart of it all, that event kind of made me think a little bit more about this topic that I'm about to bring up. So, people often will refer to Columbus as being small or... You know, everyone knows everybody. But at this event in particular, I've met a lot of people that I'd never, you know, seen before. Like a lot of dope people. It was a great time to go and network. Like especially meeting AC. He's got some really good energy. One of the guys who helped put it on. And, um, you know, a lot of people will say only things that we have to do is go to Arena or we got to go to XO or we want to go to Avalon. I mean, those are dope venues, especially shout out to Avalon. Um, (laughs) But... There's just so much more. Like, I never would have expected to go to a fashion experience in Columbus. And I was even telling Spin at the event, like, you know, I don't feel like I'm in the city. Like, this feels like we're somewhere else. But then I had to check myself. Like, why do I have to, like, separate this dope experience from my own city instead of just appreciating the fact that it happened in our city, the heart of it all, you know, no pun intended. Um, But it's just, it was cool and amazing to have something like that here. And I wish you guys would have been able to attend. Once again, shout out to the heart of it all for putting that together. Um, It was just like a really good time. I was upset at them, though, because on the flyer, they said that their event was going until 10 o'clock. So when they shut it down at 9, I'm like, no, nah, hold up. We got right. another hour in this. Like, I've never wanted to stay somewhere that long. So, I mean. It was just, um. well, before I go there, I want to. I forgot to say this. Shout out to Malcolm for saying my full name. Oh, in yeah. His, um, in our, their, their plug on um, To the to Drummer's, the drummer's beat. beat. I keep confusing it with Church on the Drums. Because it's, it's a nice play on words. It is beautiful, but I just keep confusing. I'm so sorry, guys. But yeah, shout out to you, Malcolm. I love when people use my full name. But uh, yeah, Box did keep telling me. He's like, yeah, I don't even feel like I'm in the city right now. Like it, We feel like we were like out of town. It was, um, it was, like I said, it wasn't like a fashion show. It was like an experience. Like, it was something that I've never seen before. I think it was so creative. Um, having like the live models, like standing yeah. like mannequins. I think that was so cool. Like, it was just, it was really, really cool. And it does make you think, like people think, oh, there's nothing to do in the city. Like that video that was going around, like, oh, all you can do is mm. like go to the mall or like yeah. whatever. And it's just like. I can't um, wait to leave here. It's like, <laughs> Bro, shut up. <laughs> I mean, I can I can definitely understand when people say that they think it's small just because of, like, the social groups that they run in. But it also is about, like, just, like, expanding those groups and meeting other people and... Not being afraid to step out. Doing different things. Zone. Like, you have to do things besides the club. Yeah. If you only, you know, frequent the same spots or you hang with the same people, yeah, your experience is going to be similar. You got to step outside of your, your zone yeah, and, you know, really expand your horizon a little bit. Do some things that you never would have expected you'll do. I can't, I mean, I, it's just that simple. Like I can't continue to put in the same effort and expect a different result. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you want to try something new, look up different events going on in your city, try something you may not have tried before, you know, go hang out with people you may not have considered yourself to hang out with i think that's a good time to you know just learn more about yourself and figure out who you are as a person and i know like one thing for me like um i think even just like saying yes because like i know that i would be invited to stuff that's like maybe i wouldn't normally go to Mm -hmm. and i wouldn't say yes like i'd be like oh yeah i'll let you know or like just and like this is not what i usually do so i don't want to do this 
But then, like, you know, when you do say yes and you, like, experience those things, I don't know. That's how you just, you start to see, like, other sides of the city. Yeah, I agree. For sure. So, yeah. Shout out to you guys again. It was an amazing, amazing experience. Yeah, man. Step outside your comfort zone and go to something dope. Yeah. I challenge everybody, all of our listeners, I challenge you to step outside of your comfort zone. You can start by coming to Fly 10 on Friday, October 20th. I will count that, but I'm not going to count that because that's... They can start. I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll, so we're, all right. <laughs> we're inviting all of you, anybody who is listening, you are invited to, Please fly, pull up. to fly 10. And you'll get a shout out on Case Rotation if that means anything to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That should mean everything. Um. So, I don't really have a five minutes with... About forty five, but I do have a comment. Man, we can skip him today. I, you, I don't you have enough. Skip of him. him? No, nah, go ahead. Oh, uh, I just have a comment about forty five, so we can just do a comment about forty five today. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so he went to the U.S. Virgin Islands to meet with the president of the U.S. Virgin Islands, and I'm just gonna <laughs> leave that there. I'm just president gonna leave of the U.S. Virgin Islands. <laughs> Yeah, I met with the president of the U.S. Virgin Islands. They have the meme, like, you know, with Spider-Man. Yeah, they had that meme. It was hilarious. And then apparently, I guess, he told Puerto Rico, like, you know, we can't stay there forever. So, like, basically, help yourself. But, yeah, that's all I have about him today. Um, Sorry, I'm over here yawning in the lab thinking about him, man. I just can't keep expanding all this energy. I do understand we need to be in the loop with what he's doing what's going on especially since the politics directly affect us but it's just he's exhausting man yeah like just draining so yeah those that's like five seconds with 45 so there you guys go making up for last week um well he did have and we can continue a little bit on the five minutes about 45 that was all i had his sentiments about the nfl and the anthem rules it kind of led to them the NFL made some changes to the rule yeah. where originally it basically stated um, if you refuse to stand, you can receive disciplinary, disciplinary actions. But just last week or a couple weeks ago, they amended the rules to where they outline what those disciplinary actions were. So it can even be suspension, fine, getting kicked off the team. I just I don't understand what the players are going to do this weekend, though. Like, will they call their bluff? Um, or? So it's like for me, it's like a catch 22. Because caught up in that catch twenty two, baby, and that will mean something to you guys very soon. <laughs> but um, anyway, <laughs> I felt cheesy saying that too. <laughs> and it makes sense to you further on down the road. It will. Um, but yeah, it's like a catch twenty two because like I want the NFL players to kneel, but then part of me doesn't because okay, you have this rule like you guys can't kneel, you have to stand. So then it's like okay. If the NFL players are standing and people who are boycotting the NFL are still boycotting, so when ratings are still down, what will 45 say then? You know what I mean? Mm. So kind of want them to do that. But then the other part of me is just like, no, like, look, this is your, like, right. You have the right to do this. So boycott or protest peacefully. I don't understand. Um... I know a lot of athletes, like, people are saying, oh, well, I feel bad because, like, this is their livelihood and, like, this is their job. And part of me just feels like, I think athletes, and I don't know if I'm just being, like, I don't know if I'm judging, but, or no, being, uh, 
like making a generalization, but I feel like athletes a lot of the time try to separate themselves from their blackness. Not all of them, yeah. but in a lot of cases, a nice amount they do. And I feel like this is kind of like their their time to shine. Like the light is on you. So what are you gonna do? Because. In a lot of situations, it's like you kind of don't have to speak on race. Like, they don't really have to speak on it. But now, it's like all eyes are on you. And people are taking notes. Like, what are you doing? Like, are what do you feel about it? Like, what are, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, I, I do feel bad because that's a lot of pressure. But also, it's just like, come on. Like, you can either make history and be history or you can just, you know, fall in line. I, I don't know. How I feel about it. I'm, I'm really over it, to be honest. I'm tired of hearing about it. I don't think that it's an issue that's going to be resolved anytime soon. But I'm definitely tired of hearing about it. Yeah, I definitely agree. I see your point for sure. But the backlash I always have for that is, you know, back in the 50s and 60s during the bus boycotts. People were walking miles on end to get to work just to prove a point like just to let their voices be heard and they were heard so i mean i feel like you can risk losing a couple hundred thousand couple ten thousand dollars just to you know make a statement because look at colin he lost his career but you think they're going to 70 percent of the nfl is black you really think that but they're going to fire everybody? But we need a everybody? big majority of them to do it. And I don't see them all banding together. The NFL Players it. Association, the presidents and the vice presidents need to call this to action. But shout out to Diddy because he wants to buy the league. And I would love that. Can you imagine a black-owned like NFL? Like I read this tweet. They're like, imagine the halftime show. Imagine the concession stand. Yeah, <laughs> like that would be it dope. would be so fun. <laughs> that would be crazy. I, I didn't know. hear about that. Yeah, Diddy was like basically super upset about it, and he's talking about like he wants. And then somebody's like, yeah, if we stream, um, I forgot what song it was. If we stream some Diddy song like ten million times or ten billion times, it's so many times. But it was hilarious. That would be awesome. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of just like their their time to shine, and you. You can't really es- escape it. Like, I feel like they, a lot of them just don't want to have the conversation. A lot of them don't want to have this spotlight. And it's just like it comes with the platform. So, I don't know. I'm really tired of it. Shout out to the NFL players who are kneeling, who will who will kneel. Um, I wish you the best of luck, man. Whatever the decision you make, that's But just know choice. that it's history. So, yeah. I just hope that you... Make the right choice. Yeah, hope that you are okay (laughs) with years from now, the choice that you made. So, there's that. Let's move on to something that I've been really thirsty to talk about. Eminem. So, he... Oh, were you finished? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, cool. I was about to say, we've talked about this the past, like... Yeah, I'm done with 45. I didn't have much to say about him today. Oh, no, I'm not done with him. I'm just, this week, he... Oh, yeah, I guess Eminem leads into it. But it's more about Eminem. We're done with 45. This is more about Eminem. Okay. Well, yeah. So Eminem um, released, was it like a cypher or something? I don't know. Yeah, okay, like so a BT cypher. Yeah, it was a BT cypher hip hop awards. Um, yeah. And he was just like tearing down. It's cool. Will. Wait, you said it too. Did I? Oh, did you? No. I don't think I did. I'm pretty sure I said it. It'll be bleeped out. You ain't going to catch me slipping again. <laughs> Let's go. Anyways. He, it was just because, like, how intense it was, that's why. But he was tearing 45 down, and he, um, 
he basically told his fans, like, look, I'm drawing... He did tell his oh, fans. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm drawing a line in the sand, and if you don't know which side to stand with, then I'll pick for you. F you. And fans were outraged. Fans were, like, tweeting on Twitter, like, oh, you can't, like, talk to your fans like that. We've supported you all these years. Blah, 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 blah. Save your tears. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, the next day I saw a lot of like black Twitter saying like, oh, you know, like we don't need him to cap for us. And, um, there was a tweet that I actually just read before we came on here. And basically the girl was explaining like, cause people were saying, oh, well it doesn't, it's easy for him. Like as a white man to say this and hold on, I'm going to find this tweet. I favorited it. Um... We claim to want allies, then he advocates for the struggle, and we complain that it is only getting hype because he's white. So. I saw that. I want to know your thoughts on the Eminem cipher. I want to know um, how you feel about, like, how his fans reacted, and then, like, do you think that people should be, like, outraged about it? I personally appreciated the Eminem cipher. Absolutely. I thought it was needed from someone like him, someone who benefits from white privilege i mean although eminem did live a crazy life coming up he did experience a lot of trauma he went through a lot he still didn't get the black experience so to speak and i think that's why a lot of people were upset because they're like oh we don't need this person coming in on a white horse to save us yada 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 um we were able to advocate for our own beliefs but on that same breath we're upset when our black leaders aren't getting that recognition for, you know, speaking out against these issues. They're not being appreciated. They're not being taken seriously. But then when we have someone who does have a platform to be able to be taken seriously, we shun that. We don't want that either. So it's just kind of <clears> confusing <throat> to me. I personally think that he did a, gr a grand job with mm -hmm. calling out 45. I agree with all of his sentiments, even about his fans, you know, going to that point. His fans can be upset, but then you're just feeding into exactly what he's talking about exactly. without even really paying attention to the the words or the lyrics he said that if you are going to be hateful if you're going to be racist if you're going to support bigotry then i can't stand with you what did he say he said we're gonna get rid of all immigrants yeah yeah i mean if, why would i want why you to support you? me if right. you were like that right so and then what was your last part um people being outraged yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as people being outraged that he went against 45 or no, people no, being no. outraged people that being he talked outraged. to them that way? No, 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 no. I'm talking about black Twitter. Mostly. Oh, black Twitter. Yeah. I mean, I kind of covered it a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all your, you like smushed all the answers together. Okay. <laughs> I, I tend to dupe that. But, um, um no, go ahead. I feel like I 100% loved it. I think that it was, you notice 45 didn't say anything about it. You know, I think that I thought he was gonna come back. I, I did too. Quickly, I did too. Washed up, but old I rapper. think that it takes. It's like we talk about we want pe white people to recognize their white privilege, so I think this was an amazing example of somebody doing that, and not to be rude, and maybe I'm just ignorant to it, but how many like black entertainers have spoken out against him in such a way you know what i mean such a bold way yeah yg 
I mean, okay, but I'm saying, like, how many? I'm not just saying. It's been a good amount. Like Kendrick okay, Lamar. Because I feel like, well, I expect Kendrick Lamar, too. I don't think he should count, because he speaks on, like, all types of... You know, like, I'm talking about those celebrities who try to, like, play the politically correct fence. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to say anything that's too controversial because yeah. they want they don't want to lose fans you know what i mean yeah and okay. i i think i respected it because it's like okay let's look at the majority of his fan base like yeah so it's like that's basically saying i don't care like if this is the majority of my fan base that i'm gonna offend mm-hmm. i this is wrong and i'm going to state my position and stand in it and i like that i think that's what i really respect it um I understand why people are, are are black Twitter or some black individuals were like offended by it. But I think it's like, what do you expect? You know, I, I see a lot of times on Twitter, like black, I mean, white allies will ask like, well, what can we do? Like, you know, they don't, sometimes they really don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think that he did what he thought was best, you know, informing people and like saying like, look, like I'm an ally. I'm not one of those like, oh, I'm just like, you know, like in the culture, but not for the culture. And it's like, look, I'm an ally. And he made it very clear. Yeah. So I, de- I definitely appreciated it. Um, And I'm, I'm not trying to like sympathize, but sometimes I do feel bad for people who are allies, but don't know how to really like support because it can be like a really touchy area. You don't want to offend anybody, but then you also, you do want to, you know, do the right contribute. thing. Contribute, yeah. yeah. And so I don't think he meant to offend anybody, but I mean, well, no, he did. Yeah, he meant to offend, <laughs> but not like any, him very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think he meant to be like, oh, like okay, I'm just trying to like, I don't know, like do it because it's convenient. Like I don't think he really gained anything from doing it. Yeah, that's another thing I was seeing that he was doing this to get recognition. You know, maybe he was trying to get promo for an album or something. But he called Forty Five out on Big Sean's song yeah. too. No favors. Yeah. So, Went off on 45. So it's not like it's the first time he did this. I don't think it's for any type of gain or like coverage or anything. I think he just really feels that way. And it's I, fed up. Yeah, I agree. I, I I respect Eminem despite, you know, what people... And then they tried to bring up, oh, well, he has had these misogynistic lyrics and um, these abusive lyrics and just all this stuff. And it's just like, you know, he that's has... That's what people do to try to take away from the message. Yeah, and which was, um, I don't know. It just... Don't be hateful. Yeah, don't be hateful, <laughs> basically, is where that goes. Um, but yeah, I definitely supported it. I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. I just like when people are very firm in what they believe in. And For they sure. don't try to like, oh, yeah, like, you know. Straddle the fence, yeah. It's like, let me know what you think, and then let me, like, choose if I want to be a fan accordingly. True. That's one thing, side note, this is not like a big topic or anything, but I am so, I think I missed the days of like not knowing too much about our celebrities. Because now I feel like, like with social media and stuff, like, so for example, like I remember I told you, I was like, yeah, I was, wait, was that him? I don't remember what artist it was, but there was some artists and I was just like, yeah, I like them, but like, it's hard to separate the artist from like the person. Oh, Fist Brown? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, I wish that, like, sometimes I wish that 
I don't know, it's like a con of social media because I feel like I know too much or I see too much into their lives and I kind of just wish I could just see you as the artist and not have to put the person to the artist. There's a J. Cole lyric for that. What? I love J. Cole. We had dreams just to make it up the flagpole just to find out that our heroes was some hoes. Yeah, I definitely definitely believe in that quote that like you don't want to meet the people that you admire. Yeah. At least not be friends with them. I I guess meeting them, but I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be friends with them. I'd be friends with Tiger. He's a real one. You admire him? It's my dog. Admire bro. though? Like is he a hero? I did admire him. Is he a hero? When I was younger, but not so much now. Who are the celebrities that you admire? This is really not on topic, but I just want to know. That I admire? Yeah. For whatever reason. Kendrick for sure. Okay. And Tiger. it can be it can be dead or alive. I was going to say just Oh, alive. Tupac off top. Okay. Tupac, Kendrick, Tyga, J. Cole, Makai Pfeiffer, Will Smith. <laughs> Goodness, I should have gave you a limit. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Denzel. Okay. They're very admirable human beings. Okay. They do a lot of noble work off screen and off the mic as well, so that helps out. Okay. Yeah. So that was all I really had about Eminem. Who do you admire as a celebrity? Oh, I was gonna try to like get out of it. No, 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 no. You say how this works. Um, I feel like I'm gonna have to like live tweet and because I might leave somebody out. Um, Marilyn Monroe. I th- I just think she's beautiful, and I don't want any Marilyn Monroe slander. She's beautiful, and she was misunderstood. And she, she was, but she y'all can was, slander her if y'all want. No, she was woke. She was. Um. Oh my gosh, I feel like it's going to be so many pauses because I need time to think. Um, That I admire, like my heroes? Yeah. Okay, does Michelle Obama count? For sure. Okay, I for sure would love to meet her. Um, I wouldn't want to be her friend though. Oh my gosh, Natasha Obama. For sure. Um, That's cute. What? Do you admire someone younger than you? <laughs> Let me tell you. I took a BuzzFeed quiz, and it told me that I am 17 on the inside. Anyway. So, <laughs> I just appreciate youth, and I don't look at younger people as, like, oh, they, you know, I know more than them. So, yeah. Definitely Natasha. Um, oh, my gosh. I don't know. <laughs> You just named a whole list of people, and I... I'm prepared. I don't... How did you know I was going to ask you that? You never know. Um, well, Tupac, for sure. Oh, so she's just going to steal mine? No. Oh, <laughs> no, that's great. No, no, no. Um, I feel like I could learn a lot from him. Uh, Beyonce, just because like I admire her work ethic and how she... Um, honestly, how she handles... like her business you know what i mean like just people talking about her and just like constantly all the time wanting to be in her business and she's yeah. so private like i'm like me i try but if people talk too much it's like i gotta like snap and like let them have it yeah for sure i don't know um left eye i used to like want to be a rapper so <laughs> drop I some bars like, real quick no hey, drop a i bar haven't rapped too, since man. i was 12 put a beat on and no. drop some bars <laughs> I'm good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Let me think and I'll come back. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> I'm so mad that I asked you that because now I feel like um, I'm rude for leaving people out. 
Anyways, this will be live tweeted. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. Okay, actually, um... Hopefully, I don't leave anybody out from this list. So, Eunice, <laughs> Eunice Kennedy Shriver. But you got a list? Yes, no. <laughs> Eunice Kennedy Shriver. Uh-huh. She is the creator of the Special Olympics. One of my, truly one of my heroes. Um, Dorothy Dandridge, of course. Diane Carroll. Um, and if I loved anybody else, oh, I'm sorry. But I'm yeah. impressed that you got a list. I'm trying. Okay. I need to write mine down. Hey, somebody write mine down for me and email me. No, that list, they please. don't need you. They, you don't need them to. You literally. Oh yeah, I'm prepared. I'm gonna say you were so prepared. You, like, didn't even know I was gonna ask you. and You already knew. Makai Pfeiffer, he's for sure up there. <laughs> Are we just gonna keep adding to this list the whole podcast? No, I sure. <laughs> um, I feel like I left somebody out. You left me out. You right. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> and of course guys box jetson hey <laughs> you left me out anyway no. <laughs> you already know you up there but say i want to hear it i want everybody else to hear it too spanisha simone right there spanisha <laughs> simone yes thank you girl anyways while we're talking about celebrities let's talk about something that's not so fun um the stories about Harry Weinstein. Yes. That Harry are, Weinstein. That dude, are, like he lost his mind. Yeah. In this industry. And I think the the story that's most interesting is about Terry Crews and him saying that he was groped in front of his wife, and he didn't want to say anything because he knew how the media would twist it, and you know. And he worried about his career, basically. So he went through something like that and never said anything. A guy like Terry Crews, I think that's crazy. That's disgusting. And I think that, you know, people, those big name execs, they know that people don't, won't necessarily react the way they want to because they want to maintain their image or they want to keep their career going strong. I think they kind of take advantage of that, too. Like, oh, I know this big black dude's not going to wild out on me. He's got too much to lose right now. Let me take advantage of my privilege right now. And yeah. And it's sad. And I, but I also think it's interesting because people don't think about, well, maybe they do, but I guess for me personally, like you don't really think about like men in that situation, like being the victim. Yeah. And that's why I thought it was so interesting because in most cases we think about women and them being victims. And it's like this you know, this man was afraid to speak out about being sexually assaulted. That's another double standard, too. It, it is. Because people on Twitter were like, man, you too big to be and that's not getting cool. sexually assaulted and you should have beat him up. He just sat there and explained to you why he couldn't And do this it. is why people also probably don't speak out. In particular, men don't speak out because look at how people will respond to it or look what they, you know, like how they'll look at you or how they'll treat you. I don't know. I definitely... It was just such a sad story. It made me feel really uncomfortable. It was really sad. I think the backlash is what made me feel more of a way. Yeah. I felt I felt more uneasy about the backlash than I did the actual story, and that's saying a lot. I just don't understand why people... Why do people lack empathy? Like, is that really just, like, something that people don't have? Like, you can hear a story about what somebody goes through or somebody can tell you that something happened to them, 
And you really can just sit there. Like, even last week with, like, the Gabrielle Union thing. Like, you really can just, like, say these terrible, mean comments about people. And the, just because they're celebrities, like, you feel like it's okay. Like, can we put the humanity back with our celebrities? Because, like, they are people. That sucks because that's kind of the culture that we're breeding in this society. Like, Malk and I were just looking at a quote from Logic. Malcolm, uh, same guy we've been talking about. The same guy <laughs> we talk about every episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mal- me and Malk, we were looking at this Logic video, and he was saying, man, it's an old video, so I'm sure everyone's seen it by now. But he was saying, we live in a world where peace, love, and positivity is considered corny or whack. You know, and that's some real evil stuff. Like, what do we need that for? Like, who? why is it any time that someone shows compassion or they show that they can care for someone or be empathetic, they're considered weak or, or corny. Mm-hmm. But when we're making fun of somebody, when we're going at somebody's neck because they are expressing their, how they feel or coming forward about a story, which is, you know, shows vulnerability. I'm sure it wasn't easy for Terry Crews to come forward with that. Like, why do we feel good about ourselves making fun of that person or, you know, belittling their trauma? It just kind of ties into what we wanted to talk about, about like people loving bad news. Oh, I got something it really to say did. about that. Kind that of really, I thought you were trying to like segue, but, nah, but I, that's think, I think it's perfect to go to our next topic. Um, I'm going to let Box introduce this topic. So, <laughs> it was a situation this week on lovely Facebook. You guys know that I say that with sarcasm because I haven't appreciated Facebook since the great parent migration of 2009. I love Facebook, but... so that is, our opinions are not the same. There. Now, Facebook, Facebook's <laughs> all right. It does it does what it's supposed to do. Yeah, it, it serves its purpose. It serves its purpose. <laughs> there, that's what I was looking for. Yeah. But, so, I'm not sure if you guys are big on local news. I'm pretty sure you are. But there was a situation in which allegedly 13 or 14 people were jammed up in a bank fraud, you know. Oh, you're just going to tell it all. I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> you're just going to. I, I thought we were just going to say, hey, there was a list going around. All right, it was let's, a list. Let's just go for it. It was, it was a list going around. <laughs> and some names were on that list, some pretty prominent names in the city. And without even doing, you know, further background research, without seeing, you know, let me see if there was a conviction list, what what went down, what have you. People were on Facebook just... And Twitter. And Twitter, just going in, you know, posting names, reposting the story, making fun of people. Like, oh, that couldn't have been me. Oh, man, like, y'all really... I'm trying to, I'm trying to say things without giving too much away, but... Basically, people were... And I don't, I don't even want to say happy, but they just seemed like... You sh- like they were joking and celebrating the fact that somebody yeah. had made a mistake. They were, it was retweeted everywhere. It was on Snapchat. Like people were just making so many jokes, and I don't know. It just made me think, like, why do people spread bad news so quickly? Yeah, bad news gets around so so quickly. Fast, but it's like, and it's just like you know, like when somebody does something wrong. If they did it, I definitely think they should pay the price because you wrong is wrong. But I don't celebrate in anything bad happening to somebody else. If these same people that got in trouble that were being put in a negative light on Facebook and Twitter, if these very same people would have started a business together. Exactly. Or if they would have, you know, worked on some type of, of plan in order to benefit themselves, if they graduated school, 
nobody would be yeah. up in arms, you know, constantly reposting, constantly commenting. But the fact that it, that these people made a mistake, the fact that they, you know, already feel bad about themselves, you're kicking them while they're down. That To me, that's weak. It's like, oh, let me put you down so I can show you I'm above you. Let me big myself up yeah. by making this other person feel inferior. Like, it's just corny I to just, me. I don't, I don't respect the fact that people just love like i saw that retweeted so many times yeah like before 9 a.m yeah i'm just like you're this negative this early and it's just like money bro (laughs) it's just like people are starting businesses every day people graduate from school people start podcasts like people do so many things and like you don't want to support that or like retweet that or even just like tune into that yeah but if you know, something bad happened, and it's like, oh, yeah, like, did you hear about so-and-so? Like, you want to yeah. screenshot it and post it everywhere, and it's just like, why? Like, how does it make you, does it make you feel better about, like, That's what I'm saying. where you're at in your life? Yeah. And I don't know, because like, I... Oh, at least my life isn't going this route. Like, and I definitely understand, like, people, because, I mean, the situation, if they were doing it, it was wrong. Yeah, for sure. And I definitely think, you know... Get what you get. But I don't think it's funny. I would never, like, laugh about it just because the whole situation is sad. Mm-hmm. All Everything about it is sad. There's nothing to laugh about. It just, I think what bothered me most is not even the situation itself, just how quickly it was being spread and just, like, how people were making jokes about it. Like, they thought it was really funny. Yeah. And I think that's so sad. Like I had the same energy when... Somebody does something to better themselves. Have that same energy when we post this link to this episode of Case Rotation. <laughs> yeah, post and comment about this as much as you right. love posting Have that same that, energy that with that Fly 10 flyer that's going around. Feel me? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know. You gotta... And that's what I'm saying. Like, you have to support people. And I'm, I'm a big advocate. I mean, this has nothing to do with this, really. But I'm a big advocate of, like, giving people their roses while they're still here. For sure. Like, you know, because what can I do with it? when I'm gone. So don't, I don't know, don't prey on my downfall. <laughs> they <laughs> <You> what? <know? laughs> like, you know, support me and support the things I'm trying to do instead of, and then, oh, this goes into, you know what, we're doing amazing today because this goes into something that I really want to talk about. So this week I was feeling a little down because I read this tweet and this girl was talking about like, oh yeah, everybody's starting a YouTube now. Everybody thinks they're a vlogger now. And I'm just like, I don't know. I just started to feel a little down because I mean like, okay, I only have three posts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I mean, I really worked really hard on those posts. So, but yeah, I have three posts and I'm just like, you know, I don't have that many subscribers. I'm really like starting from the bottom. Yeah. And I was just like, this is something that everybody's doing. Like this is, um, I don't know, a lot of people like try to make their way on YouTube. So I'm thinking like maybe I should try to do something else. I don't know. Why do people do that? Like, try to tear people down and, like, what they want to do. Even if it's not something, like, I feel like even if it's not something they want to do. Like, they just see, like, oh, okay, well, everybody's doing this. Like, I don't know. I don't really know what it does for people. I think oftentimes the people that are making those comments, they feel insecure in what they're doing themselves like maybe they wish that or maybe they're scared they wish that they could do it yeah it's like oh a lot of people project their expectations for themselves onto you and you gotta just be able to push past that i mean people could be out here hating what they do they could be hating their their jobs hating 
you know, whatever endeavors they're following, but I can't hate on somebody who's doing something that they love. And the whole, oh, being a, everybody want to be a rapper, everybody want to vlog, everybody want to do this and that, like, every market is saturated. Every single market is saturated. Yeah. And, like, Nish was telling me one day, she was like, I mean, no one ever feels that way talking about a doctor. Oh, everybody wants to be a doctor. Everybody wants to be a lawyer. But we need those we need people to saturate that market just as we need people to saturate the creative market because it's good to hear a different style or a different perspective, see things through someone else's eyes. You can never see the same thing twice. Like, no matter if somebody emulates it or they try to, you know, derive ideas from it, it's still going to be different with a with a spin on it, no pun intended. <laughs> with um, a spin on it. I like it. <laughs> but, <laughs> Sorry. But, yeah, I mean, I think people should blow past the naysayers and if you hear somebody if you if somebody ever says that to you like oh everybody wants to vlog now you know just show them oh my work's better <laughs> or if not i mean like, but just, just know like i'm just i'm definitely not just a vlogger though yeah so they just don't know feel me okay you out here i'm out here okay <laughs> <laughs> but no i hate that i would never tell like whenever people tell me they're i love I love hearing people's dreams, like, especially if they're creative dreams, but even if they're not, like, I love hearing people's dreams because, like, I don't know, like, I start to see that in them. Like, even with Cameron Harris, I know this is not his dream, or maybe allegedly it's not his dream, but <laughs> I, see, speak it, speak it. I see him being the president of the United States, Absolutely. and I really see it, and I don't know, it just makes me happy, like, just see these great things for people. It makes me really, really happy, so... I don't know. I just wish that other people were like that too. Like, cause that tweet definitely like made me feel a little like bad. I'm I'm even mad that it even got to me like that. But you're being honest with then yourself. Then I I am I am being honest with myself. But I I read a tweet and it basically said like yeah every market is oversaturated. So it's just like you gotta just do get give it all that you have. Like put your spin on it. Pun intended. So. <laughs> the fast food game was oversaturated right. when Canes and Chick-fil-A came out. It's just like, I would never talk down on somebody doing something that they love. Like, if somebody came to me and like, yeah, I want to start a podcast, I'm like, do that. Like, you want tips? You want to know, like, all the stuff that, I mean, I'm not a pro. I don't know everything, but I can tell you all that I know. Yeah. You know? So I would, I would always, and even with, like, one of my, um, one of my friends, shout out to Seema, she's a YouTuber, mm-hmm. and she has been so helpful and has taught me so much, so, you know, I think that people just need to, like, I don't know, you don't have to worry about, when you're confident in the gifts that you have and, like, the, the message that you have, you don't have to worry about every, everybody being competition or, like, everything, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you could just kind of... When I see people post things like that or I hear people say things like that, I just always ask them the same universal question. What? Who did it? Who hurt (laughs) you? Who crushed your dreams? Who made you feel bad about what you were doing? Who made it like, I mean, let's, let's get to the root of it. Yeah. Because you can't go around trying to get, make people feel that same hurt. Yeah. And I love, let me tell you, I really do love, I mean, it's not like, excuse me. It's not like my, I don't know. I don't know what my career will be. I don't want to get into that this episode, but, um, it is something that I love. Like I really do love editing. It's really fun. I mean, I I stress myself out with it, but it's fun because I like just putting things together and like, just, I feel like I'm putting my own spin on this, like whatever that I'm vlogging about. I think it's really cool. I like it. So it's just like, you know, 
if nobody watches it, nobody likes it, like, I mean, it will suck, but I did have fun creating it. And it's just like, I don't know. I don't know why people like to tear people down. It circles back to the list topic that we were talking about, but people just love to tear people down. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate. Let's build each other up, guys. Please. Let's support our Speak friends love and, and power into your people. Man. Yeah. Let's just like support people and not tear down their dreams. <laughs> Let's just be nice. I'll support you guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> um, anyway. So, the topic that we brought up at the beginning when we checked in. <laughs> okay, Box tried to flex and say that I love um, aversaries. Box loves them too. So, let's... Prove it? Prove That's it. been his word of the weekend. Prove it. He's literally told me to prove it to everything. Prove that I told you to prove You're it. You're like five. Whoa. <laughs> With the disrespect on this here. Ah. That is like what five-year-olds say all the time. Prove it. Prove it. Prove it. I mean, because you can't just be coming out here making false claims. Like, where's your proof? Box, you don't love adversaries? I didn't say I didn't. I asked you to prove it. Okay. So by saying that, by saying I didn't say that I didn't, you just proved that you do. I didn't say that I did. Anyways, Box loves anniversaries, nah, okay. guys. When me right. and Box first started talking, he was the one that was like celebrating every month on the 16th. And like you kept track for like a few months how many days we had been friends. No, that's not the truth. That is the truth. That was you because you, I mean, we, we want to get into this. <laughs> Do we want to get Box, into this? Box, you did. Box, you totally did. Well, anyways, let me just talk about the topic really quick. So the topic isn't really organized, <laughs> but I just kind of want to talk about, I don't know, just things that have changed in the past year, um, like what our lives were like before. Or if you want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, just very general. The topic was not very well thought through (laughs) so just kind of wherever and i can go first or you can go first wherever you want to do those goes okay so i go (laughs) um well this time last year i was in school and um it was funny when i like i don't know the timing like when we got cool again because it was not something i was expecting I mean, I eventually thought we'd be cool again, but not that soon in terms of like, I don't know, I guess a year seemed like soon. Like, I did not think we'd be friends in a year. And, um, I don't know, like, I just remember we were like texting. I'm like, this is so like weird, like seeing Box's name pop up on my phone because we hadn't talked in all that time. And even before that, like when we talked, um, the year before that. Like, we weren't really friends for that long. I'd say we were friends for, like, a week, but Box argues that. (laughs) But, yeah. um, Yeah, we weren't friends that long, so, like... It was going on three weeks. (laughs) Three? Three is a stretch. From the 16th to... No, I'm... The 4th? The 16th? It would not... Because that was Bro's birthday. 
The 16th? The day his party oh, was on his birthday. Oh, okay. But I didn't talk to you until, like, that Monday or Tuesday. But still, that, I broke the... We wasn't friends all that time. I broke the icing. I mean, the silence or whatever. <laughs> I broke the um, icing. Well, anyway, it was just weird because, like, it really felt like we were friends this time. Like, the last time, I, I don't know. Not that I knew, but it just, I don't know, it felt different. So, like, just... Like, seeing your name pop up on my phone and just like, oh my gosh, like, are we really going to stay friends? I remember that was like the reoccurring theme. Like, oh, I mean, yeah, we've been friends for like a week. Let's see, like, how much longer we make it. Oh, so you admitting to being the one that was keeping but track of the But you kept day. track too. We both kept track. Um, but yeah. And I think it was just cool because I know like when you've been friends or when you were friends with somebody for a really long time. It always sucks, especially, like, if it's not something, like, I don't know, we, our, our friendship and relationship in general was, like, had a very, like, just, it was, like, a sad little love story, I think. Just, like, with all the twists and turns, and, like, it was, yeah. like, a movie. Like, yeah, no, okay, so not a sad it. little love story. It was, like, a movie, like, a romantic, was it a comedy? <laughs> Was anybody laughing? <laughs> it was like a, like a drum drum kind of. Yeah. <laughs> it was like that. So it was just like cool to like be friends again. Because I remember when I first met Box, like we were just like so cool. And it was just, I don't know, it was always just cool to like be friends with him. So I was really excited. I remember when um, <laughs> we were texting like that first week of being friends. And like he said something to me. I'm like, I don't even know if I'm really texting you. <laughs> and then he called me and I like end up like going to his friend's house and we like hung out and he's going to tell the story and he's going to be a little like over the top and, and exaggerate. Don't listen. We don't need but, that disclaimer out but here. But just know that he was just as excited to see me as I was to see him. Let like me, let you me could put read it, it all over his face. Can I put it down real quick? Can I talk my ish again? Go ahead. Uh, okay. So... Now that y'all ready for the real story, I mean, the actual story of why we stopped being friends, you know, the <laughs> happenings that occurred between 2011 and yeah. 2016, we can talk about that. Like, that's going to take... That's like a, its own episode. Yeah. That'll come as in a later special edition episode. We'll let y'all know when that's coming so y'all can <laughs> be ready for the tea, the juice. Like, we ain't holding nothing back on that. Yeah. Whatever that episode is, we're not holding anything back. Yeah. <laughs> but in the last year, since we're on this topic, um, I'm going to go ahead and get into the situation she's talking about that she's trying to tell you guys that I'm going to over-exaggerate, but you will see that it's the real deal. Like, I, There's no over-exaggerating with Box here. He keeps it G. And she's over here rolling her eyes right now. <laughs> no, but seriously, last year, I was still in school, still working, um, getting a promotion at my job. Enjoying life, um, and not to seem like cliche or corny, but you know how it seems like you've got everything going right, but it's just that one thing missing. That's kind of what it was, and I just couldn't quite pinpoint what that thing was until a year ago today, which when you guys are listening to this, it's October 16th. So, um, a year ago from today... It was almost like a bulb went off when she texted me because 
<laughs> what? Just go, just go. It was. Don't start crying in here, I'm man. I'm not crying. <laughs> it was almost like a bulb that went off. That was telling me like, oh yeah, like maybe this is the part that I don't want to say the part that was missing, but the part that can kind of complement your life you or complete just say you. The part that was missing. Well, yeah, <laughs> the part that was missing. So then, like something was just telling me when I received the text message, like, yo, don't mess this up this time. Like, just, just be cool, just be patient, and let's see where it goes. Let's see where it takes you. So we didn't even start off with the mindset of trying to date each other. We started off yeah. with the mindset to kind of like just be cool and work on reestablishing our friendship foundation because prior to that like we i would have considered her a best friend yeah like we talked all the time we like i could go to her about anything she could go to me about anything it was just the type of relationship we had like a really where, great foundation yeah like we were really good friends we could depend on each other for anything but there was that spark there that wasn't really tended to i would say um so then leading past you know after we talked in, when i was in las vegas on october 16th I was there from the 14th through the 17th and you know, uh, she hit me up like midway through the trip. So then through her contacting me, it opened up the door for us to continue things, to continue on with our friendship. So at this point I'm like, Oh man, I really did miss her. I want to see her. I wonder what she's up to. So when I got back home, I was like, you know, we should just hang out. Like, let's see what's going on. So then fast forward to my dog's house, <laughs> she came through and, you know, she's going to try to say I over-exaggerated, like I said, but let's just give the disclaimer that Box does not over-exaggerate, as all y'all know. Sarcasm, if y'all haven't. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> but... <laughs> She came to my dog's house and she was just like super nervous. Like you could just see it all over was her face. Was it super nervous? And it was a nice reunion because me and my dog, we were in the studio like just working on some new music, working on some new sounds. And she hit me up and he was like, bro, just tell her that we'll shut the studio down for her. Like she can come through. Like I miss Spanish. He called her Spanish. <laughs> bro, I miss Spanish. Bro, I ain't seen her in a minute anyway. Just tell her to pull up. So when she got there... Well, no, it was, like, raining really bad, like, storming. You know I was going to leave that part out? <laughs> it was storming she bad, It was storming guys. really bad. Like the, it was storming bad. A torrential downfall. It was, I had to take, like, the streets, like, not even, like, the interstate. One of those nights where you got to have your hazards on and drive slow so yeah, people was, know, like, I'm not playing it around was on, this, bad. on the street. So, yes, okay, I was a little thirsty. There you go. <laughs> hey, I didn't use those words. You was going to. I didn't like, use those You were going to allude to it but i mean it just meant a lot to me that she was willing to drive through the rain after i told her like no nah, you don't gotta come like i understand the weather's bad but in her mind she's probably going to deny this but she was just like no i can come like i can't wait to see you i will drive through hell and high water to see <laughs> but when she pulled up you could just tell like it was a relief on her face like not only the fact that she really did discover it really was me. We'll get more into that <laughs> on a later episode, like I said. But she really discovered it was me. She was extremely elated to see me. Like, she will give me these super long hugs as if, like, she hadn't... Like, I just came back from being deployed from the army, and she was my wife waiting at home for me. What type of analogy? <laughs> like, that's what it was. And we got into my dog's house, and he was just... Like, he was on a roll. When I tell you he this dude really, threw the crazy so lob, threw a crazy lob, and I didn't even, like, we didn't plan it or anything. He just got to playing all the, well, he's a DJ, too. Like, he's a DJ producer, all the above. Shout out to J-Ron, by the way. 
Shout out to J-Ro. But he, you know, he was um, like just playing all type of music that was significant to me and Nish in the past. But, you know, songs that we hadn't heard together that he just knew would set the mood right. Like he just had the, he had the environment really conducive to some good conversation between two long lost friends who were trying to, you know, rekindle where they were or get back on track. Yeah. And I just remember laying my head on her back. <laughs> her, we must, we must go here. <laughs> her heart was beating oh so my gosh. fast. Like she had on this little dope leather jacket. Guys, you could see her heart through the jacket, bro. Like it was Guys, there's a reason I was this nervous, okay? No. <laughs> she was excited. I mean, I can understand being nervous at first, but after <laughs> All right. After after we already got to the bottom, like, oh yeah, this really is boxed. She was she was going. I can't wait to embarrass you. <laughs> and I mean, but I'm not gonna lie, like I was nervous to see her too, just because I was like, dang, like what if she don't like me anymore? Like what if she thinks I'm I'm not that same guy? It's been a long time. You you I'm sure everybody listening can imagine all the things forgotten in a year. Like how much And then like can even besides that year, like before that year, we hadn't talked, like, like a real conversation since, like, 2014. Yeah. So, we re- there was, like, so much to catch, like, so much we didn't know that was going on. So, like, yeah, there was, like, a lot. So, it felt like it had been a... It, it felt like when you see somebody that you hadn't seen, like, years that you used to be super close to, and then you feel like, oh, like, I don't know anything about this person anymore. Like, are they the same person? Yeah. You know? It's that, that fear of the unknown. But on that same note, I feel like we... I mean, going back to what you were saying, like, when you haven't seen that person in a long time, you think all these things, like, you get a little nervous, you get under your skin, in your own head a little bit about it, but then when you guys do hang out, it's kind of like you didn't miss a beat. Like, yeah. has, does anybody know what that feeling is like? Like, where it's a good friend from way back in the day... And you think it's going to be awkward. You think, you know, things will, won't go the way that you originally saw them to be. But then when you guys hang out, it's like, oh, man, like, it's feel like we just picked up where we left off. Like, that's kind of yeah. the refreshing feeling I got from hanging out with Nish. And we just continued to grow and bloom. And, you know, the path that it took the next couple of weeks, we'll let her discuss That was like a birthday. really, like, like, and the crazy thing, this is what I was going to say, the crazy thing is, I don't think people understand that, like, when we first became cool again, like, we were just, like, really focused on being friends. Yeah. Like, we were just like, okay, like, we just want to, we had a really great friendship, like, we want to just, like, repair that and, like, rebuild. Like, we were not, like, secretly dating or, like, I don't know. Like, we really just genuinely were trying to be friends. Yeah, for sure. Because it had been so long, we were trying to, like, catch up and, like re-get to know each other. Then I had to lay that bag down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, things just kind of <laughs> sped up. <laughs> but, um... We'll get to initially, that. Initially, we really were just, like, being friends. But something... Okay, so, um... What is one thing... This is this is a good question that I didn't even... I just thought of it. What is one thing that you were, like, expecting of me... When, like when okay so that first time we saw, we talked mm-hmm. what was like one thing that you were expecting about me that maybe like either good or bad and then like something that you were like shocked by and then um 
I guess those could be my two questions. I was like gonna keep this going, but yeah. Man, Were you shocked by anything? Were you um, expecting anything? <laughs> That's a intense and question. Too, too intense. <laughs> <laughs> um, was what was I expecting? Yeah. Whether good or bad, or was I? And then the second part is, was I shocked? Like, was there anything that shocked you? I don't know. Uh, you put me on the spot right there. I know I did. Um, well, I can go. Um, for me, well, when I saw you, I was like, where is the rest of him? <laughs> <laughs> he was so tiny. You were a little stick. I'm like, where is... I'm like, he literally, he is stressed. Like, <laughs> where is he? Um, but something I was expecting, I guess... Um, I don't know. I didn't expect, like... For us to, like, just get a, like get back into that groove so quickly. Because you were, like, picking with me immediately. So I'm like, oh, okay, so we're back to, like, what this was. Like, so I didn't expect to get back in the groove so easily. And, um... I don't know. It just... From how things fell off, I didn't think that we would get along so good. Like, I thought mm -hmm. it would really take a while. Yeah. And then it was just like, oh, okay, like, back to joking and clowning and, like, just getting along great. So I think those are, like, the things that, like, shocked me and... I was looking stressed, too. That's what Yeah, because I could tell. Um, well, you know, that reminds me of, you know, a couple of the first things I noticed. Well... <laughs> <laughs> I think you know where this yeah, is going. Yeah, don't do it. But <laughs> unless when, <laughs> you want to go there. <laughs> when I first saw her, I was like, "Yeah, she's still really bad. Like, she is still the most attractive woman that I've ever seen, and she just got like a little more mature, if yeah. you know what I mean." So <laughs> it was like the youngness I was used to seeing, in addition to this woman who was stepping into her womanly features. And the thing that shocked me was when we first hugged, like she was giving me a really good hug. And I looked down and I couldn't see her heels. <laughs> I can't believe you told this. <laughs> I couldn't see her heels. So I was like, man, what? Like, you know, <laughs> it, it, let's just put it like this. When she was wondering where the rest of me was, she was lugging it somewhere in her back. <laughs> so, oh my God. I was shocked by okay. that. Okay. But I mean, I also, like I mentioned a little earlier, you get nervous when you reunite with someone and you just automatically think like, oh man, what if they change? What if they don't feel the same way? And I was just shocked, as you said, to know that we were still able to pick back up, still able to like kind of piece together the puzzle to get to where we are now. So I have another question. So what was the reaction of like your friends and family? When we became friends again. And I'll go first if you want. Um, <laughs> my. <laughs> stop. My. Everybody was just really skeptical. Not of you. But just of like the situation. Because they knew like we. What happened. The year prior. So they're just like. Oh like. You know. Like I don't want nothing to happen. And not. Not skeptical about Fox. So just skeptical about the situation. We'll get more and, in depth yeah. about that. <laughs> I, feel like, like, it's I feel so shady like saying that. Like, oh, we'll get into it. But it's like... I mean, that's more reason we'll for them to keep coming back. Yeah, we'll literally be here for another hour. So it's just too much. But um, I don't know. Everybody was just... I think everybody was just trying to see like, oh, well, where is this? Like, you know, gonna go and like about weary about the situation. But um, I know like 
all my friends and my family like love Fox. Like so it was never it wasn't like, Oh, we don't want you talking to Fox, we don't want you friends with Fox. It was never anything like that. So everybody was pretty happy. It's the same with me too, that my mom was really happy because she liked you and really appreciated the person you was from the time she met you she would even ask about you all the time Aww. so that was kind of annoying but <laughs> <laughs> oh that's the best uh, then my dogs like they was real cool um they was <laughs> shocked mainly yeah mainly because it's like oh man like i can't believe this is really happening <laughs> we always were rooting for you too and y'all kind of dropped the ball back there yeah but even my best friend shout out to marquita she was like oh my god like two of my best friends are finally getting it together like i'm so happy like she was coming to tears thinking that we were she was speaking light before either of us believe we were get back together she was the main one saying like oh yeah you guys are gonna get married did you believe that we were gonna get back together like we'll get to where we are now at least like it was written i told you that when we first started talking (laughs) no but i mean i mean like like when we first were like reestablishing this, fr- this, I told you three fourteen. Oh yeah, yeah. I was telling you from the time you came over. And three fourteen was like the thing, like like when I first saw you. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um. Okay. So one last question: What is something that you have learned from me being my friend this year? Or since we've been friends again, it doesn't have to be one thing, you know. Since be, we've been friends be again, list. one of the most prominent things I learned was to just be more in tune with your emotion. <laughs> That's funny. What? It's not funny, but it's just like, yeah, I can see why you learned that from me. Don't feel like you need to hold everything in, but like if you have a concern or if you have an issue, whether it be with you or anybody else, like just voice it. Because you can't hold somebody accountable for something that they don't know is a problem. Yeah. So I'm definitely more vocal about issues that I have um, learned from you. Because you don't have no issue letting people know right. what the deal is. I don't. Um, that's one thing I learned. Another thing I learned was to, you know, just continue to speak life. I don't know if you guys remember back to the first episode. But when I, I was telling Nish, like, she can give people the best advice. Like, be so there for people make them see the best in themselves but then sometimes when it comes to having that same energy with herself it wavers off a little bit but she does do a good job of like making me feel reassured when i'm getting stressed out or anything like that or if i feel doubtful she'll always draw me back in the right direction so she keeps me grounded um so i've definitely learned to be more vocal learn to be more grounded in the way that i deal with things so i learned to basically just do it. Like, literally, like, this past year, I think I've been on more trips than I've ever been in my life. And it's funny because I remember the first trip outside of my birthday, the first trip that we went on to Nashville. Mm-hmm. Well, no, uh, do we count Detroit? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the second trip that we went on to Nashville, it was so random how it happened. And we literally decided, I think, that day, like, okay, let's go to Nashville. Yeah, I was at work. And we were, he was naming places, and he's just like, you said St. Louis, Nashville, you said somewhere else, and then you're like, the next day, like, let's just go to Nashville. I think it was St. Louis, Philly, and... It was somewhere else. But you, like, we just, we decided then and there, and then we just like, okay, let's go, and we drove. Two hours later, banged out. And and I think that that's just kind of like, I've always, like, wanted to do things, but I 
would just be like, okay, you know, I can't re- really do it. And then just like, I don't know, like you kind of just taught me like, you know, if you want to do it, make it happen, do it. And then just like, I don't know, just speaking life into my, so that's why when you said that, I'm like, what is he talking about? Cause you like basically taught me like to like speak life into myself. Like, you know, and it's hard cause like in those moments, I don't really think about like, oh, you know, I need to speak about to myself positively. I've always worried about how I speak to other people. So I, like, try to take a lot more time into, like, speaking to myself. But then also, the the last thing that I want to say is that um, just, like, being, I don't know, confident within myself. And, like, so in this one instance, I remember somebody asked me, they said, are you, um, they said, can you sing or something like that? And I was like, yeah, I'm a great singer. And I remember being so proud because I was like, any other time, like, I'd answer and I'd be like, oh, you know, yeah, I'm okay. Or, yeah, I like to sing. Or, like, I used to sing. Whatever. But, like, Box, like, even, like, he'll when he, like, talks about me, he'll be like, yeah, like, she's a vlogger. Like, you know, he, like, says these things. So, like, basically just teaching me to, like, speak things and, like, speak positivity and stuff like that. So, those are, like, the things that I've I've learned this year. This, like, life has changed a lot in mm-hmm. the past year. We both grown yes. tremendously. Lots of growing left to do. Yeah. But lots of growing has There's always been room done. for improvement. Always. Shout out to Drake. Every episode. <laughs> Every episode it comes back to Drake. Every episode. Oh, I don't appreciate Malcolm saying there's more Hove lyrics <laughs> to tie to life than Drake. There's more prove Hove it. lyrics. Yeah, prove that. There's more <laughs> Hove lyrics, but Drake has more relatable lyrics to everything. And if we're going to take this full circle, um, I I just want to say one thing. I love on their podcast when they say, with the, they like introduce all the hosts and they say Storm and then Malcolm goes, Brooklyn. And then Leah goes, What's good? I love it. <laughs> I, love, I wanted to say that in the beginning and I forgot. But yeah, Malcolm, prove it. Oh yeah, so happy friend anniversary to us. Okay. Yeah, happy, happy friend anniversary for sure. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in on our friend anniversary. Yes, thank you. Um, this podcast will be titled Friend Anniversary. Vanessa's got some things planned for us. <laughs> I'm excited to see what she's got in mind. It's also Sweetest Week. We don't do Sweetest, sweetest Day. Sweetest Week. Yeah, we do Sweetest Week because women get all the cool holidays. I'm turning what? into Sweetest Week. What cool holidays? Valentine's Day and Mother's Day. You, I'm not a mother. You still get acknowledged. You on didn't give me nothing on Mother's Day last I year. Did. This year, what did you give me? I gave you me. What more could you ask for? It's some more I could ask for. Oh. <laughs> oh. And we talking gifts? <laughs> I missed a day of gifts. I gave you. What is your love language? You think? I've taken the quiz before, and I I remember, I think. I My think love I language had quality times. time and words of affirmation. You sure? <laughs> I would totally say that yours, yeah, quality time, but I would say physical touch would be in there, too. That's a third. Is it? Okay, so for... Now, that's probably over words. For me, it's words of affirmation. Yeah. Gifts. Yeah. <laughs> And then I don't remember which one was third, but it was like close. It was not like touch or time. Is it only four? It's five. Five? What's the fifth one? Do you remember? Acts of service. That was probably third for me. 
and then probably quality time, and then probably touch. I need to retake it. Yeah, words of affirmation is first, though. Words of affirmation and gifts are, like, tied. Everybody take that quiz, five love languages, and then I promise it'll improve your life. And take that 16 personality quiz, too. That's oh, yeah. What is yours? I didn't take it, yet. Oh, okay. But I'm going to take well. it. By the time y'all hear this podcast, I would have taken this, and then I'll live to I'm the campaigner, which I don't know if I agree with it too much. I haven't gotten to read it. But I've taken that quiz like three times and i've gotten that every time so i think it's accurate pretty accurate i just don't really agree so yeah (laughs) (laughs) we've been like like playing around cutting this off yeah so thank you guys all for tuning in to episode three of case rotation podcast you know like comment subscribe make sure to leave us a review on itunes review please say what's up uh talk to us on the Twitter handle. Yeah. Give us ideas, feedback. Continue to send in music. Um, be sure to listen to uh, our affiliate, Church on the Drums, to the Drummer's Beat. To the Drummer's I, Beat. That podcast name. Oh, my God. Church on the Drums, to the Drummer's Beat. Of the Fly official Paper Fly Paper Podcast. Yeah. There you go. We'll put their link in this um, description. But be sure to check them out. Fly 10. Yeah. Listen to Big James and Primetime P. Yeah. And Zach Fresh. (laughs) Anybody else? And Spinisha Simone. Coming real soon. There we go. Cats out the bag. And Box (laughs) Jessen. It's about to be a year. And follow um, follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at S-P-I-N-Z-Z-Z-O. Spinzo. And you can follow me at B-O-X-X-J-E-T-S-O-N. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Hold it down. Bye.